drink soda that's actually reminds me we should we should start that that thing this week what thing <coughs> um the announcements for the celebrity uh celebrity boxing match or is it mma between you and oh okay between you and the guy okay do you want to do well we should probably lay down some ground rules before we yeah i would imagine do you want to so. do boxing or do you want to do mma what are you comfortable with um I feel like it should be just like kind of like a no rules free for all type thing involving the oh, possible okay. use of weapons, like blood sport. Just kind of like a <laughs> like a hardcore match, like a WWE okay. hardcore match where you can grab like a chair, maybe okay. like a snow shovel, but unsanctioned. Yeah, and like it'll be there'll be like some sort of ring, but there will be weapons under the ring, kind of okay. like a WWE style thing. But but we'll actually be fucking each other up, just like a, a shoot match. All right, I like that. Um, so let's uh let's fire it up. I gotta uh, actually do this real quick. And why don't you count us down? Give us five, four, three. Yo, welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Buya. My name is Awesome Ty, and joining us as always is Computer. Computer, say hello. Computer, say hello. Hi there. Um, for whatever reason, he still continues not to want to answer you. And that uh, makes a lot of sense because he just found out today that we are planning a celebrity, no holds barred, unsanctioned um, fight. Yeah, like a, like a free-for-all street fight type yeah. thing between me and computer. I don't know if you could call it a celebrity because really only one of two <coughs> of us uh, yeah, is, is no celebrity myself. status. I mean, I don't think anybody knows or cares about computer. And it's no. like, you know, if you got one celebrity fighting a nobody, like, can you really bill it as a celebrity yeah, event? Very true. So um, it'll be a just a chair. Is it charity going to be involved or? I mean, if charity by charity, you mean like it, the proceeds go to for us. us? Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, then, yeah, it is a charity, no holds barred, unsanctioned fight. Between Ty and Computer. Now, you guys have been beefing since he joined the the roster. Yeah. I mean, he's always kind of just had an attitude with me for no reason. And I mean, I'm going to, if I'm getting that kind of energy from him, I'm going to give it right back. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of been the case here. You know, I'm just reprojecting what I'm getting from him. Yeah. So you match energies. Yep. Uh, have you always been like a spiritual guy? No, not at all. No? I'm not spiritual very much at all. Okay. Um, also free candy is here with us in Canada. Yeah. Uh, he actually has been talking about relocating to Australia. I guess we asked him to do, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. We did. We mentioned yeah. it last week that he was going to go down there and kind of be the, the Australian correspondent. Now yeah. that we've determined that Australia has trumped Canada in a number of, number of demographics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he, he, uh, notified us that he's been packing his bags. He's been practicing his accent. Because you don't want to go there as a tourist. No, no, yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. No, He's not there as a Canadian living in Australia. He's there as an Australian. Well, we might actually have to make a video on the don'ts of going to Australia, kind yeah. of a follow-up yeah, of, yeah. of a previous episode we did. But for now, he is our Canadian correspondent. Free Candy is here. It's going to be a nice change of weather for him. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, we could get him to, uh, to like, referee the, the fight. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Computer, did you know that I'm going to destroy you in a street fight? Gave you the the quiet treatment yet again. 
Um, so that is uh that is an exciting thing. It's something to look forward to for sure. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, let me real quick, I got this, I got some breaking news. Okay, what's coming in? Breaking news. I goofed. I I, I kind of messed up a little bit yesterday. I don't know if you saw my my post about um about Roach Clip at all. What kind of what post? Okay, so uh so Roach Clip. Enemy of the show. Yeah, I'd say so. Someone that's always uh, hated us, failed to support us. Yeah, oh yeah. I asked him for help the other day, and he said, here you go. And I said, that doesn't help. And he said, yes, it does. That's the kind of friend he is. And um, also, I asked him for help the day before that, and he did come through, and he did help me. So, you know, it's a little bit of give and take. He's selectively helpful. Selectively helpful. And he, uh, someone had sent me like a spam text that's like, uh, oh my God, I can't believe that this person died. I think you knew them. I'm so sorry for your loss. Click the link. And it was a link to a TikTok video, right? So obviously spam or some sort of you click the link, it tells you to log in, it pretends to be TikTok, it steals your password. It's like a phishing oh, thing, yeah. you know? Oh, yes, yes. Because it was from someone that I know, like an acquaintance, but... It just came through all weird. So they this, obviously this came got, to you as a text. They like got a, a text No, it came as a message on Messenger. Oh, on Messenger, sure, okay. And uh, so I I screenshotted that and I sent that to Nick, and I was like, "Oh my god, dude, you died! Like, I can't. Is this you?" And he was like, "Yeah, I totally died. I forgot to tell you." And then I was like, uh, "I was like, we we just talked today, dude. Like, that's sad. I'm gonna screenshot this and I'm gonna post it." And uh, make everybody feel sorry for me. And, you know, remind everyone that I'm still Sorry alive. for your loss. <clears throat> sorry for my loss. And then he said, uh, he said, LOL. He said, you won't. And he said, I dare you. So I did. So I screenshotted yeah, I mean, he it. He dares you. You got to do he it. He dared me. I screenshotted it. I put like four or five outs for people to realize that I was trolling. Uh you put them all together like it obviously isn't real. And you posted this on Facebook. I posted this on Facebook. I tagged Nick's personal page in it. So immediately I get a call from Bill and he's frantic. He's like, dude, what happened? And I'm like, what do you mean what happened? Like, not, it's a joke. And he was like, what? And he was panicking, worried that Roach was dead. And then he was like, I couldn't find the video. And I was like, dude, don't type that link into your phone and like go to it. It's it's scam. So what was this video supposed to be of? Like Roach I didn't Clip, click like it. Dying? I guess it was supposed to be him dying or his dead body or something. Oh wow. And then um and then Nick's mom called him. And then his sisters called him and everyone was like frantically calling him. And he texted me and he was like, You're gonna have to answer to my mom who's who's very upset and is not going to think this is funny so then i realized that i was actually getting more grief than him out of this i mean there's some dummies on facebook you wonder how the russians were able to so easily manipulate the elections it's yeah. like i mean really you post anything on facebook and there's going to be somebody that believes they it. read the very first line r.i.p roach clip and uh so i redacted it i took it away i deleted it and pulled it down and I, I would just like to explain myself publicly. Yeah, I think he needs it. What happened? I think he needs to get yeah. it out. Because I don't want his mom to hate me and his no. sisters to hate me and sure. think of that all the time as like the thing when they think of me. 
So what happened is uh, it's a combination of what I already explained, how me and Roach like had this conversation. He dared me. He dared to you. Do sure. It. Okay. And also I haven't been smoking weed during the day. So when I smoke weed in the afternoon, evening time, I get I get really high. So you were really high. I was really high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was really high and I thought it was funny. And it was funny. And I'm not going to say it wasn't funny because it was. But I think that it was uh, just in poor taste to his mom, mainly. And uh, his son's school uh, called. And someone from the school was trying to get a hold of Jack Are to find serious? out what was wrong with his dad. Yeah, like turn and this post was up for legit six minutes. What the fuck? And wow. it traveled far and wide. So this episode, we're actually going to post. We're going to say it again that he died, and then we're going to tag him in it, and then it'll push it to the most people. I mean, maybe that's what we need to start doing is occasionally. I mean, we, if we if we did it too often, obviously it's going to be like a boy who cried wolf situation where people stop. We lose our credibility. People stop yeah. believing us. Yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking maybe like. You know, once every couple of months, mm -hmm. we allege that, that somebody died, somebody that's, you know, like well-known, at least in our circle, and then we attach a, a link to the podcast. And <laughs> to their personal page. We, we get page. A, little, a little boost in, in views based I think, on... I think that's a great idea. I mean, it's unfortunate that it's come to that, and we have to do that sort of thing, you know, instead of just asking people to, to watch the podcast, which we also do, but I mean, you know, we got to do what we got to do to... Get these numbers up, baby. Yeah, I agree. So um, if if any of you guys would like to give us permission to pronounce you dead, that would be great. That would be helpful because it is. it was better that me and Nick were laughing about it uh, privately while everyone else was upset and hating me for it. <clears throat> like if he wasn't around and if he wasn't, uh, you know texting me about it then it would have been a lot worse yeah this is like the first I, I don't i'm not really on facebook and this is like the first time in a long time that i've i've regretted not being on facebook because i missed all the commotion yeah you probably would have gotten a notification right away that was like mikey tagged nick and something about him being dead it'd be like an official i facebook wonder if the facebook alg algorithm bumps um like visibility of like a r.i.p type post you it's know it's got I mean, it's think about like, the interactions. Yeah, and like when you when you post like a congratulations type of post, it bumps the the views mm -hmm. on that. So I would assume it goes both ways. <clears throat> because look at this: if someone if someone dies right on Facebook and or in real life, if you die in Facebook, you die in real life. Is and, that true? Or no, vice versa. If you die in real life, you die on Facebook. No, I don't think that's true either. Because there's there's a lot of pages that that are still uh, active. Yeah, yeah, I guess people. you're right. It's kind of kind of eerie. Um, yeah, it's the creepiest when like people's parents run their pages, like Mac Miller's mom, like, uh, posts on his page. She does it classy though, but, uh, like she'll post a picture of him as a baby on his birthday or something and like, doesn't really use it to like promote things or have a dialogue with fans. But I've seen that like ideas, mom, uh, from idea and abilities. Like, she runs his social medias, and she's very active, and it's creepy to see, like, a new post from Idea. And you're like, well, Idea's dead. Right. And then she just like, you guys were so supportive to my son. So I got a painting today. And then she, it's just, like, doing too much. Yeah, I could, I could see that. And then now they have, uh, there's going to be AI that's going to just beat you after you die. So if, if I were to die... 
there's going to be like an AI that just takes over and continues living my life. Yeah, it works for you. It does all of your hobbies and passions. And um, it's not me. That's not going to be me. No, but it'll be a like in your likeness. But who who's asking for that? Who's demanding that? People want the real me. They want the the hundred percent tie. They don't want they don't want this AI. Well, unless they haven't had it, then they don't know the difference. They don't know what they're missing. You know. Yeah. I, still, I mean, think I mean, about spaghetti's good. Like most most of the spaghetti that I've had is pretty good, but yeah. I've never had. See, I've had some bad spaghetti. I've never had like Italian spaghetti made with like heirloom wheat. And made by a guy with hairy arms smoking cigarettes, like ashen into ashen into the sauce, and had an authentic Italian spaghetti. And if I did, I probably would hate all spaghetti. That isn't that, you know. I, I guess I follow. So you are Italian spaghetti. I'm the real deal. I'm the I'm the the straight mm-hmm. from Italy spaghetti, the authentic yeah, yeah. spaghetti. Okay. And then the AI version of you is like, like progresso like Olive Garden spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like an Olive Garden spaghetti, like any sort of regular restaurant spaghetti. Okay, yeah. So they, okay, that makes sense. So it's good, you know, if, if you haven't had the real thing. I mean, I guess, great. you know, for people that were nostalgic for me, you know, like in my absence, mm-hmm. it's it's something. It's something to, to, you know, keep them, keep me in their memories yeah. and kind of fill the, fulfill the void that uh, my, my absence is created yeah because i think that what it is it's like when when you're when your family or friends with someone you like bite your tongue and you don't really like say things that would you know hurt their feelings or bring them down but when they're dying then you're even nicer because they're dying right you let them get away with more you let them they want to steal a cookie from the cookie jar you look the other way they're dying sure you know but after they're dead you could bring back an ai likeness of them and just roast them and just be really mean to this AI. Yeah, just put them down and just tell them how you really tell them how you really feel. You okay. know that? Yeah. You yeah. remember? There's something like that, like a reference. Tell them how you really feel. Is that a reference to Is something? That like Wild and Out? Is that maybe like a Wild and Out with Nick Cannon skit? Yeah, maybe because I went like this when I did it, so I feel like they were doing like the like tell the freestyle, how you really feel, the freestyle and then, battle. And then, yeah, yeah. When they maybe would do the, the comedy, the it, comedy feel, it feels battle. right. It feels like a thing. <laughs> we should do one of those, one of those fucking uh, wild and out. We'll do it on a future episode, and we'll write our like jokes, like how they do, and do the freestyle roast battle. Yeah, that'd be that'd be sweet. Maybe we could do the the in the classroom thing too, where they just rhyme back and forth. They're like, "I'm doing this in the classroom," and then you have to you have to rhyme off of what I said. Oh, is that know? like the? Like that. I'm, I'm a smoking girl. weed in the classroom. I'm a bad girl, but I still like sausage. Is that like the same thing no, as that? No, like I, w- <laughs> I would be like, I'm smoking weed in the classroom, and then you would you would do like a rhyme that rhymes with with weed in the classroom. Okay, yeah, I got you. That's quick. You gotta you gotta think quick on your you toes. Gotta, yeah, you gotta be um, like your first or second word has to be the rhyming word. You can't just wait till the end of the line like in a regular freestyle, which already isn't a lot of time. Yeah, it's already not enough time. It's not, it's not a lot. You know what we don't have? A lot of time, you know? And I'm not going to waste it. What are we talking about? Um, The classroom. I'm not going to waste it trying to think of a rhyme. No. You know, you got to come up with it right away. Yeah. And are those always freestyles? I imagine. In the classroom? I imagine so. 
what if we just put up a long list of a bunch of words that rhyme and then we just kind of like pick them and go through? That'd be sweet. That would be a good thing. Yeah. And then we don't tell the people that and we no. clip it and make it sound make like it we're... Like, yeah. Damn, that's I actually a really we, good idea. I wonder if we could do that and then we like post it on the internet and then Nick Cannon sees it and he's like, you know what? I want you guys on the next season Ooh. of Wild and Out. Then we get hired uh-huh. by, by MTV, Viacom, whoever it is. We get flown out to Atlanta where they film it and we're living the life in Atlanta. We're, we're living money. the sweet life. We're getting Like women. Zach and Cody? Uh, it's, it's just... It's it's a wild time. What wild, if? We're wilding we're out wild in Atlanta. Out. <laughs> yeah. And then... Um, what if, dude? Yeah. Wait, do they... Film Wild and Out in Atlanta? I think they do. No, I think they film it on a soundstage in Hollywood. <laughs> I'm almost positive. <laughs> Who knows, man? Wherever they film it, like that's where we're at. Computer, where do they film Wild and Out? I couldn't find any theaters near a Tascadero playing Wild at Heart today. <laughs> Nobody's playing Wild at Heart today. Computer, you fucked that one up. Yeah, you really did. Um, So... Uh, that's probably it for an intro, right? Yeah. Solid intro. Yeah, and we just want to w- welcome you to the latest episode of our podcast. We're going <laughs> to be you. discussing the comeback of an iconic video rental store. Uh-huh. I think everybody uh-huh. knows the the name Blockbuster mm-hmm. Video, Blockbuster baby. Video, wait, it's popping back up into the stratosphere. Know the name? Uh, I mean, I guess like some some Gen Zers. But do we have any Gen Zers watching this show? I mean, I can't imagine we do. Like, uh, At least like, not many. I was listening to a to a podcast the other day with a comedian, which a lot of comedians are, you know, host podcasts or oh, on yeah, podcasts. all of them, all of them. And he said that uh, that there was a guy, an, another comedian. So now we're twice removed from the main guy. So it was a comedian telling a story about another comedian who had a joke about a uh, big. With Tom Hanks, classic movie Big, right? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> you know the movie? Yeah, I'm aware of it. With yeah, the film? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was like, uh, you know, the kid becomes an adult. Uh, the girl comes over to his house. The like grown woman comes over to his house and fucks him. And he has like bunk beds and a trampoline in his house and a bunch of toys and shit. And, uh, he had to like stop doing the joke. The bit was about how he was a pedophile. Like if he wasn't a child turned into a man, he was obviously like a full grown man that was a pedophile and into kids. Cause he had like all these toys, but no kids around. Right. And he had to stop doing the joke because nobody in the audience knew what big was yeah, or I got mean, the reference. I mean, it's, you know, like mid eighties. So you got to figure yeah, I mean, we know what it is, but there's probably a bunch of people that are even our age that, that, that wouldn't have gotten that reference. So, I mean, he's really, he's really, you know, limiting his. Uh-huh. So we shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't, uh, you know, err on the safe side. Yeah. With, so uh, we'll explain. Blockbuster Video was a store. There we go. A brick and mortar store Thank where you. you would, he wouldn't go to purchase um, um, physical media like you know dvds and um, vhs cassettes but you would rent them. it was like you a would, library for yeah, entertainment you would pay like a few dollars i want to say it was like three dollars maybe five dollars towards the end uh-huh. and they would let you take home um you know a video cassette or a, or a dvd and you would you know go home watch it watch it you know however many times you want to in the span of what did mm-hmm. you get like three days maybe yeah you got three days three this days. came in like a it was a branded blockbuster box Yes. So all the boxes were the same. They had the title of the movie on them. 
And then uh, I want to say the tape was branded too. Like the sticker was like a blockbuster sticker. sticker. And there was a sticker that said, be kind, rewind, encouraging you to, because on um, VHS cassette tapes, they're like a, I mean, do they, do we have to explain what a VHS cassette is? Maybe, because like we were talking about before the show, those aren't showing any sign of making a comeback. They're just getting less and less relevant. You want me to take it? Yeah, take it away. So before digital streaming, there was DVDs. True little disc, compact discs. Yeah. Which I think were, most people probably are at least aware of what a Blu-ray DVD yeah, is. Blu-ray, DVD. And before that, there was VHS, which was like a like a cassette tape. But what is a cassette tape? What Define Do, a cassette tape. See, those aren't really coming back either. So before vinyl records, there was streaming. And before streaming, you had CDs, which are super similar to DVD Blu-rays. Same thing. Same size, shape, dimensions, look. They just held the data differently. And then before that, there was cassette tapes, which looked like a VHS tape, but tiny. Computer, give us the definition of a cassette. Banana phone. Cassette can have a few meanings. One. A compact case containing a length of magnetic tape that runs between two small reels. That's the one. Used for yeah. recording or Computer, stop! Video or video in a tape recorder, cassette deck, video camera, or VCR, and for storage of data computer, by some stop. computer systems. Computer, Two, stop! A light-proof metal or plastic Computer, stop! <laughs> he doesn't listen to So, yeah, the first thing he said was what we were getting at, and you have to rewind them to get them yeah. back to their starting point. Yeah, when you got done watching it, it would just stay where it was. So you would have to manually rewind it uh, with a button on the machine. They even made separate machines that you would put the tape in and it would rewind it faster. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yep, I sure do. Um, So that was always a thing. Be yeah. kind, rewind. Yeah, and then you'd bring it back to the store and put it in like a like a drop depository bin like the, the library has for mm-hmm. books. Even if the store was open. You know, and like there was people in there and even if there was employees in there with no customers and they were like looking at you through the window, you would just walk up and you would just look at them and you would just drop the video in. You would kind of treat them like trash. Yeah. You don't want to go in there and deal with them. No. No. And they're lower, lower than everyone, which was a big thing with Blockbuster. They were lower than anyone. They're employees. CEOs, not so much. They were at the bottom of a totem pole. Yeah, absolutely. They're like a GameStop employee. I guess that would be a good explanation, which GameStops are also closing. Nobody goes to GameStops anymore. Sure. But GameStop employees are always like, ugh, I don't want to talk to this fucking guy. Right. I don't want this guy asking me what kind of uh what what kind of uh load I'm carrying and fallout, you know? Yeah, I feel like GameStop, I don't really have that many great memories of going to a GameStop and having like a positive interaction. Whereas Blockbuster, I look back and I spent a lot of time in Blockbuster just browsing the the cassettes and videos and picking something mm-hmm. out on a Friday night going <coughs> home. You know what I mean? I have yeah. some fond uh, memories of Blockbuster, some good nostalgic memories of Blockbuster. So I think that's one of the reasons that it is, you know, having this resurgence potentially is because people typically have fond memories. Maybe not so much on these employees but as far as like the wall of of cassettes and dvds and going in there and picking through them now if i'm not mistaken blockbuster had a back room but the porno room yeah 
I don't think block no blockbuster never had the porn. Okay. That was like I mean um I remember I remember Video Palace did. Yeah, yeah, your they mom your room. mom and pop um um video stores. <laughs> oh, they all had back rooms where you could go to yeah. rent. And, <laughs> so see, that's be- probably something that we should explain yeah, to. Yeah, so before before you know the internet and Pornhub and all these places where you can watch porn for free at any time mm-hmm. you would have to again um just like any other um form of media you'd have to get a physical copy of it and watch it that way so there were cassette tapes of of pornography and you would have to go and rent it and you didn't have the um ability to to do so privately you know what i mean without anybody seeing you actually had to go into this back room have a bunch of people seeing you go back there knowing that you're a pervert a sex pervert yeah and then you would have after you pick out the the type of pornography and the kink you know that you want you would have to take this this copy up to the desk and these videos these were not blockbuster branded they did not have the blockbuster stuff on it this was a full pornography case yeah that had like stickers over the nipples or like a like some sort of so the, sleeve. Yeah, exactly. The video store employee who checks you out is going to know exactly, exactly yeah. what type of kinks and um, and there's no bags in there. you have. There's no bags that you can like put your videos no, in. No, no, sir. You have to walk out, like you said, with it. Everyone's looking it's at it. Kind of like a walk of shame for sure. And you're car- you're either carrying it up where everyone could see, or you're carrying it at the literal head length of a child, like yes. the height of a child. Yeah, there was no incognito mode for for no. renting porn from a video. No. Store. It was rough, and but, I I never personally did it. All of my interactions, I remember I dipped back into that room one time when I was a kid. Oh yeah, I would sneak back there all the time just to look at them. But by the time um you know I turned of age, that was already a bygone thing. Yeah, you get it on your phone, yeah. like at that point. But uh, yeah, I remember sneaking back there when I was a kid one time when it was like really busy up front, and there was nobody in the back of the store, and I just like dipped back there. But uh, Blockbuster didn't have that. No, no. They were more of like a family family business. And I feel like even if it did, that it's Blockbuster's too professional to sneak in there. That'd be like stealing from Best Buy. Like Best Buy, they're going to catch you. Yeah, sure. Like, uh, you know, a little You're local. You're not pulling the wool over Best Buy's eyes. No, sorry, no, Bob. A local hardware store, you could steal from them. They're idiots. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But Your True value? Yeah, absolutely. But Best Buy, they got... You know, 165 cameras. They do full zoom. They, they get got also, security guards. They got, you mm-hmm. know, um, plainclothes officers. Yeah. They got that guy from Albertsons that walks around <laughs> and pretends to shop. Um, so Blockbuster, I think you guys understand what it is. It's a library for VHS tapes, which were what came before digital. Oh, also video games, also video games, which oh, yeah, are yeah. still a physical yeah. media. Um, you would be able to rent, you know, um, cassette. I guess not cassette, but video game cartridges. So um, what is that? Video, a video game, game cartridge is a lot like a, a cassette, only there's no magnetic tape. It's just a little box, yeah. and you would insert it into the the console. You have no holes. For, did we talk about the holes in the no, VHS tapes? No, no. We didn't talk about the holes in the VHS tapes we or the cassette right tapes. over it. So there's holes punched in. So people have probably seen like a cassette tape like on a sticker. Yeah. And you know what? If you Google like a cassette tape, you'll, know you'll probably get about. a picture. Yeah. I think Google has a, mm-hmm. a picture or two of them. So there's no holes in these video games. No, no. The holes on the bottom. Yeah. 
and there's there's like computer sticking out of it. Yeah, like a computer chip kind of sticking uh-huh. out of it, and you would insert it into your your video game console, which is a lot like a computer, kind of like putting like a floppy disk into a, an old timey computer. Yeah, yeah. You pop it in there, and you would turn on the the Nintendo or the Sega Genesis, whatever it is you have, and you would play the video games. Uh-huh. So you could rent all of those from Blockbuster, which was huge, because that was like uh, that was like the eighties and nineties version of Game Pass. How you could pay like ten bucks a month and you could try out all these games, and uh, you would, you know, rent a game for like the three days or five days or whatever. Uh, I remember back when they were struggling, like towards the end the the rental lengths kept getting longer longer and longer yeah and they they would do like no late fees i think mm-hmm. towards the very end and then they would do a thing where if you never brought the thing back it would stack up late fees and then it would be like that was always the joke that uh you would end up owing like 120 dollars for a movie that you could have bought for 10 bucks right but um they uh they had all of these games and they would get all the new games, which was lit and you could get it for the three to five days and beat it. Within yeah. That time. You know, if you're a 10 year old kid in these days, you didn't have the, the pocket change to go out and purchase a bunch of new video games. And you want to play the newest games, yeah. you're going to go to, you're going to go to blockbuster. You're going to rent it for, you know, maybe five bucks. Mm-hmm. So blockbuster fizzled out. They had like 300 stores up until the like 20 teens, when they shut them all down, except for the one. Yeah, yeah. They actually had the opportunity to purchase Netflix very early into Netflix's run. And Blockbuster kind of scoffed at it and said, <laughs> they said no. <laughs> no, we don't no. want your little, your little service. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in retrospect, that was a, a terrible decision on their part. And they, you know, were forced into bankruptcy not that long thereafter. Probably the worst move they've ever made. Oh, 100%. I mean, could you imagine if they, it would have been perfect. It would have been a match made to heaven. And it's a name that everyone trusts, Blockbuster, mailing you movies. And you're like, obviously. And it was already easy enough to convince people. And then once Netflix really took off, Blockbuster, um, towards the end of their run, they tried to do the same thing. I don't know if you remember. They they offered a service like that. Yeah. They also had like the um, Redbox kiosks too. Uh They had some Blockbuster kiosks, but it, it was too little too late by that point. Um. Do you think that people get this whole like mailing DVDs thing? No, see, um, I think they're only familiar with the the current iteration of Netflix, which is just a streaming service. But Netflix actually started out kind of like a it was almost like a bridging the gap between between Blockbuster and these streaming services we have now. So uh-huh. you would go on the internet, but instead of just watching the the, the content right on the internet, you would select what physical physical media you wanted them to send you mm-hmm. and the now, internet I rem- would I remember mail it you. being like uh like I remember my my high school girlfriend's mom was super into Netflix that was like my first thing my first experience with it where like every other day there would be a new movie coming in and she would just like pick movies that she wanted to see you could just click and click and click and click and click. click. You, you create a queue and you could you could pay for, you know, whether you wanted like one out at a time, two out at a yeah. time, three out at a time. And they would send you what's available out of your list. Yes. And they would send you um, like a little return envelope when you're done with it. You just pop it in the return envelope, put it in your outgoing mail and they mail it back to Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, Netflix gets it and sends the next thing on your queue. Yeah. And um, 
that was a that was a wild time. Blockbuster really blew it with that, and then they fizzled out. They had the one store in Bend, Oregon, which is kind of like a. It's just there for like nostalgic purposes. Yeah, it's there because I mean it's the last blockbuster. It's like a tourist attraction at yeah. this point. Um, but but at a certain point, the IP was purchased by Dish Network, who's just been sitting on it for several years mm-hmm. now, not really doing. I mean, like they've used they've licensed out like the logo and stuff. You can buy blockbuster merch. You might yeah. see it in Target. You know, like a blockbuster T-shirt, something like that. But I've never heard of a blockbuster channel or anything like that or anything no, on or Dish anything, Network. Yeah, being no. blockbuster related. But when you go to their uh, their website for years and years has been either offline or it says something about Dish Network. It just refers you over to Dish Network and yeah, says, like, yeah, hey, you want, you want to watch this stuff, go to Dish Network. Get all of our classics Not on anymore. Dish Network. Not anymore. Blockbuster no. website is back online. I couldn't imagine, which I did for a long time, like when you just had Dish Network. Do we have to explain what Dish Network is? Kind of, I think. But look... <laughs> It, I think that it's easy because we could just say that it's all of these streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like if they're all queued up to just run random episodes of yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like the, the streaming services, but you don't get to pick what's on. Yeah, it's they all pick it for random queue, and it's all of them at the same time running concurrently, and you can only watch one. Yes. And you just kind of live your life bouncing around between yeah, you, realities. Yeah, you were living by their schedule. They would give you a schedule of the time that they were going to air you know, this, uh-huh. these contents. And you would have to either make time um, to, to be there at the, the right yeah. place at the right time or you'd just be you're screwed. Huge life events would happen and you would be like, sorry, I can't make it. I can't watch um, Family Matters tonight. I have to go out and eat with my, my family because that matters. <laughs> no, it's the opposite of that. It's you can't watch, you can't go out and eat with your family who matters because of uh, family matters. But uh, Blockbuster really blew it, dude. They dropped the ball. They <laughs> they, they fumbled the bag. Yeah, but uh, after this failed collaboration with Dish Network, just recently, within the past, uh, I'm gonna say 72 hours. This is fresh. This is fresh. Breaking. <laughs> yeah. We got breaking news here. Breaking the news. Blockbuster website is back, baby. It's online. Blockbuster.com and blockbustervideo.com. Not one, but two websites have, mm-hmm. have reemerged. And now, I mean, there's not a whole lot of information on there, but you get the classic Blockbuster logo. Yeah. And that classic uh, Be Kind Rewind font. And it says, We're working on re- rewinding your movie. Yeah. Some sort of cryptic message. Uh, we're working on rewinding your movie. And then the mobile version, if you look it up on your phone, says, please be kind as we rewind. So I think they're dialing it back. They're, they're, um, re, they're, um, re-strategizing. Yeah. Yeah. Reformulating their plan. Yeah. They're not yeah. quite rebranding because they're having, they have all the same stuff. But I think they're planning on on reemerging in some capacity, mm-hmm. whether it be like a new streaming service, which I could see that that seems most likely to me. Yeah, like um, th- you know, you think about what they could possibly do to to bring back the brand and make money. A streaming service feels relatively obvious, but I mean, maybe they're planning on some sort of brick and mortar locations where they mm-hmm. sell stuff. Yeah, because their Twitter is also back online, which has been off. 
for what's the Twitter talking about? Are, are they like, um, is it like the Wendy's Twitter that's like giving people like snide comments and trying to be hip? Or uh, I haven't seen any posts from them. I just saw that it was like, uh, just like in the article that I read, it said that their Twitter is back online. But I figure that if there was any crazy posts, that they probably would have included them in the article. You know what I mean? But let's find out. We'll, uh, we'll see what Blockbuster's. Uh... I can't podcast right, so you have to talk while I do this. So yeah, Blockbuster. There it is. They've got the blue checks. That means they're paying um, Elon Musk seven dollars a month. So I mean, that's encouraging. They have seven seven dollars to spend on on Twitter Pro. New business idea. Oh no, this is March fifteenth. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So, so that that's was relatively. Yeah, that was less than a week ago. Uh, new business idea. We're going to come back as a bank and use VHS and DVDs as currency. Oh. Time to go visit your mom. Is that their first post in like a while? Uh, yeah. January 23rd. So, I mean, this Twitter has been active. Um, they're, yeah, they are kind of like the Wendy's, um, the Wendy's Twitter. They're just like making pop culture jokes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like. Looks like they have been active this whole time. But I guess there was a few months that they weren't posting. Hmm. Whereas it was pretty Wait, what's the what's that top post on there? What's the most recent the pinned one? one? That's pinned. And it says uh It's can't... somebody yeah, it's them replying to somebody else's tweet and the other Richard Newby who's writing a novel right now, said, can't believe this is the second time in history that Netflix put Blockbuster out of business. Oh, yeah, that's right. So we should touch on that. Netflix actually put out a sitcom about oh, the last yeah. Blockbuster. It was terrible, absolutely awful. I One, totally uh, forgot I mean, about that. Like just completely trashed on on yeah by most you know critics and on Rotten Tomatoes and what have you, and that was canceled immediately. And then they canceled Blockbuster twice. Right. According to this guy who's writing a novel, Richard Newby. Um, but oh, that's a pin tweet also from from last year. So yeah, so Blockbuster is at least their website came back online, which means that something is happening. Now, see, I mean, like obviously this is cool for us, you know, the nostalgia factor. It's like, oh, Blockbuster, like I remember that. I had fun with that as a kid, but. Like realistically, is there anything that Blockbuster could do that you could like envision yourself like? No, I mean that they they could do that. Another store isn't already doing, or yeah, a web store or, that I could get it sent to my yeah, house. Yeah, or like in three even days. like you know, there's so many streaming services right now. I, I don't need another streaming service. I have more than no. I need right now. Like they would, they would need. I mean, like I guess there really isn't a store that's dedicated to like movie pop culture memorabilia like there's like sections in like your hot topics and your stuff that like have certain movies or certain things that are like in the zeitgeist right right but like, um to have a store that's dedicated to just that i guess would be a cool thing to find things that you never knew you wanted and make it but if they buys. did that like they're not gonna there's gonna be like maybe like five of them across the country there's not going to be they're not going to be in every town because you know like our town wouldn't support no a, a memorabilia shop a blockbuster themed memorabilia shop no they're not gonna you know have like a 
the the stranglehold on any market that they did when mm-hmm. all the population in most of these major cities are college kids like cities our size yeah and these college kids they want they don't know about they blockbuster. don't know they what want nothing to do they yeah. think that blockbuster is probably uncool because we like mm-hmm. it yes yeah, so it'd be so. like it's like hollywood video and yeah. they'll remember that because then Hollywood Video live on a little longer than Blockbuster? Slightly, but Hollywood Video was less popular, so I, I think that you know, yeah, kind of offsets. True. And college kids, they're from all over the world. So it's like they're not they didn't grow up here where a Hollywood video was. No. I mean, did they have Hollywood video outside of California where Hollywood's located? I thought Hollywood Video was like a one like like John's video palace. <laughs> you know that no, guy? It, it felt like it a little bit more. <laughs> I mean, they were definitely a little more just kind of run down so it gave you that yeah. that impression but no they were actually a big chain also um so we're excited for the blockbuster comeback we're gonna yeah. keep an eye on that i mean excited i'm excited i'm excited I'm, I'm to curious. See what it's more okay, of a curiosity yeah. at this point like i i don't see myself giving blockbuster any money well i'm excited to see what happens which is just another way to say curiosity right so yeah same so um yeah blockbuster um you know, get to get to revealing whatever it is you're obviously going to reveal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like there there's going to be like a limited window for them to to you know make their next move before people are like, okay, yeah, I don't care about that anymore. Yeah, uh, and it's closing. It's closing quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's. I mean, for some people, it's probably already closed. And by the time this episode airs, there there should be a major like advancement in this, an announcement made. Because Dish Network hasn't said anything either. No, there's there's zip shut. I wonder if Dish Network could have sold the the franchise and the IP without it making news, like quietly sold it to somebody who's gonna re, you know, yeah. whatever. Or if it, you know, is Dish Network planning to start making money off of the IP that they own? Yeah. Or do you think that somebody just stole the IP, as we've touched on before? You know, IP theft is a big problem. Yeah, it really maybe is. somebody just came along and stole this this blockbuster IP from from Dish Network. You know what? Maybe that maybe what happened is because you have to pay every year for your uh, for your domain, right? Like your your dot com, and maybe they let it lapse. Yeah, you let it lapse, or maybe you change a card. You know how you get a new bank card? You lose your card. You have to change it in everything. You got to go to all your auto pays independently. Remember all your passwords. You got to go and change out your payment information. You're going to miss a couple, you know, and maybe that's what happened. They missed it. The payment didn't go through. The website went available. Somebody leapt on that. that you know. Someone jumped on it. I'm Someone sure had that Google alerts on Yeah, I'm sure there's like, um, you know, Internet people, that, that, yeah, they, they yeah. just they, they scour for lapsed IP, yeah, and then they just you know jump right on it. That was a big thing uh, when like GoDaddy first started, and it was just their commercials were porn. You remember that? Yeah, and uh, people would just snag up like websites for potential names of things, so you could just be like, uh, "I'm gonna buy uh, Rocket Boosted." dot com right so when and somebody wait, comes along who actually has you know um something for that that domain oh you mm-hmm. gotta pay this asshole yeah just to, yep someone makes a, a fucking an electric I, skateboard I'm sure that still happens you know yeah someone makes their electric skateboard and they're like we're gonna call it rocket boosted uh, rocket boosted board 
and then they go to buy rocketboosted.com. It's not available because this guy has it. And then they go, hey, hey, relax, dude. I'll give it to you for $50,000. And then you sell the, the, it's like ivory, you know, you're like a poacher. It's like ivory. There's a lot of comparisons to hunting and IP theft. Just like the guy with the Natural Habitat podcast that hunts. He killed an animal. You remember that? It's all relative. The fat? Yeah. The fat yeah, guy? Yeah, the fat guy. Yeah. Um, so, man, this weed, it, this weed is affecting me. See, I, I'm, I haven't smoked any weed and I feel like it's also affecting me somehow. So maybe, yeah, like, you think I'm contact high? Did you smoke any weed? No. Just no, now? No. You haven't smoked any weed on the podcast, huh? No. It's odd. Uh, yeah, man, maybe. Maybe it's just, uh. Maybe it's like a trans transference. Is that a word or an effect? Transference. What's the thing where um, you just you just think something because? See, I feel high. I'm like, my brain. Oh, like a like a placebo. Mind. Yeah, like a placebo effect. Like where? Um, no, no. Got yeah, you. you're high, dude. I, I think you're high. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not smoking weed during the day and then smoking weed at night. Like, I feel like I shouldn't be operating a car when I'm smoking weed. There's some there's some times where I've been like, "Fuck, dude!" Like, I'm this is like a like an anti smoking and driving commercial, which it's like this is just this is a we're playing characters right now. This is an act. I don't smoke weed and drive. I never no, that. no, yeah, of that's crazy. But like it's a goof. We're doing a performance. Yes. Yeah, sure. We'll cut that out. Well, no, we have to we have to leave it in actually. We'll put it in the beginning. Um anything else that you uh sound off below, let us know what you think is going on with Blockbuster. Like are they coming back with new stores, a streaming service, or is it something that we didn't touch on? And also let us know what your favorite Blockbuster memory is. Also be sure to subscribe and um share us with your friends. And hit the bell. Ring that bell. Ring a ding ding ding. Ring ding dong. Computer. Play a song about bells. What is going on here? Bell from Spotify. Okay. Do you know who Bell is? This is Bell from Spotify. We love you, and we'll see you guys next week. And um, and uh, don't smoke and drive. No, no, no. Computer, stop. Jesus. Natural habitat recordings.